Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. What a bullish day for crypto. Bitcoin has exploded past the 24k level, reaching six-month highs. We can see that the bull is looking incredibly determined today. Bitcoin, of course, is the biggest crypto by market capitalization, and so this news is relevant for everyone in the crypto space. In today's call, we're going to analyze the three reasons why Bitcoin is pumping today, because this will allow us to better answer the question of whether this, right here, is a Bitcoin buy opportunity. We've got a 10% upward movement here on Bitcoin in the 24 hour. What is going on? Let's begin with point number one. The very first reason we're going to talk about is the correlation between crypto markets and traditional markets, specifically the Nasdaq. The correlation between the crypto market and the tech heavy Nasdaq equity index has turned positive indicating the digital asset investors' renewed focus on risk appetite on Wall Street. Now, correlation is determined by comparing the returns of general movements of two assets or products over a certain period. A correlation of close to one suggests the two assets are moving in lockstep or in the same direction. Meanwhile, a negative correlation means the two assets move in opposite directions. Let's take a second to really understand what correlation means, and then we can understand what crypto is and isn't correlated to. I'm sure we have some techie listeners tuning into this call. You're probably looking at AI, ChatGPT, etc. But me personally, I like the powerful tool that is paint. There are three types of correlations out there. Positive correlation, negative correlation, zero correlation. Let's use real world examples and then let's see what is and isn't correlated to Bitcoin. An example of a real life positive correlation is ice cream sales and the temperature on a given day. These things move upwards together. As the temperature increases, people are more likely to buy ice cream, therefore driving ice cream sales. We don't see many people in the Arctics holding ice cream. In cryptocurrency terms, we're seeing a positive relationship between the Nasdaq and crypto or Bitcoin prices. In other words, as the price of the Nasdaq goes up, we're seeing Bitcoin and crypto prices increase as well. Both of these are regarded as risk assets. So when investors have more risk appetite, both of these seem to move up together. We've then got examples of no correlation, things that just don't have much relationship to do with each other. I've got the real life example here of hair color and shoe size. There's no reason to think that someone of a particular shoe size is more or less likely to have a certain hair color. In fact, the data would look something like data points all over the place making it very difficult to establish a pattern. There may be no correlation between something like Bitcoin and crypto prices and Nike sales, nothing to do with each other, no pattern here. That just leaves negative correlation. Negative correlations refer to a relationship whereby when one variable increases, the other one moves in the opposite direction, so it decreases. My real life example would be weekly exercise and BMI. Presumably, the higher your weekly exercise gets, the lower your BMI tends to be. And conversely, when we consider individuals that have higher BMI, 
most likely the case that their time spent doing weekly exercise is lower. Our Bitcoin or crypto example here would be the relationship between Bitcoin, a risky asset, and a safe haven asset like the DXY, the dollar index. We would tend to see Bitcoin prices increase as the DXY or dollar strength decreases. And indeed, that's exactly what we're seeing in the market. We're seeing lower volatility in stocks and bonds, lower oil prices, and a weakening dollar that have all benefited Bitcoin because of these correlations we just spoke about. The US dollar index is a measure of the US dollar versus a basket of six other currencies, and it has surrendered a significant portion of its gains from last year. The DXY received a 24-year high, if you'll recall, around 114 in September. The DXY is a very powerful metric to consider when you're looking at Bitcoin prices and cryptocurrency markets overall health. The reason the dollar is a safe haven asset is because investors believe that in a risky scenario where all currencies in the world fail, all assets turn to trash, the strongest currency, the one that is most likely to be protected and upheld or least likely to be destroyed or collapsed is the dollar. So when people are worried, when there's market turmoil, we see more demand for the dollar. At times like right now, when there's a bit more risk appetite, we see the dollar index going down and NASDAQ and crypto going up. All this really to say that the crypto market, once again, is moving in tandem with technology stocks. On days when technology stocks trade higher, cryptocurrencies, including Bitcoin and Ether, are likely to do the same. Conversely, when they go down, they drag the crypto market lower too. Many people believe it is the speculation that the Federal Reserve would resort to rate cuts later this year that is behind the renewed strengthened correlation between the liquidity-addicted risk assets. The long-held positive relations suffered a bit in November thanks to the spectacular collapse of Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX exchange that saw crypto investors dump their tokens despite the risk reset on Wall Street. So of course we can see black swan events like the FTX collapse causing correlations to break down temporarily. So to summarize point one, we partly have to thank TradFi. The dollar index is weakening, the Nasdaq is rallying, and Bitcoin is showing a negative correlation with the dollar index and a positive correlation with the Nasdaq. Point number two, Federal Reserve disinflation. Wednesday's spike also followed a big data release on Tuesday. On Tuesday, we had the consumer price index be revealed in US data. More or less, the US CPI numbers were in line with expectations. Month on month, year on year, core and excluding food and energy metrics all revealed more or less that they were in line with economists' forecasts. This data has helped make investors less anxious about the US economy's future and the Fed's next monetary policy moves. This reinforces the very important sentiment and message that Jerome Powell delivered at a recent FOMC meeting. Jerome Powell very importantly announced that disinflation has begun, but it is going to take time. Markets latched onto Powell's words and briefly turned positive before flipping back to negative in the immediate aftermath after he cautioned about stronger than expected economic data. He said, for example, a stronger labor market report or higher inflation reports will mean that interest rates have to rise more than anticipated. 
But overall, the sentiment of the meeting was dovish. It was leaning to the side of the economy, going into lower levels of inflation. And this has contributed probably to that increased risk appetite we're seeing for Bitcoin and crypto. In any given month, there is a whole host of data points we have to be on the lookout for to reinforce this sentiment of disinflation. Coming up next week, for example, we have the FOMC minutes, which will be very important to analyze. Then we have Q4 GDP the next day. And the following week on Monday, we have more data points coming in that will all be important to that picture of risk appetite feeding into crypto rallies. That leaves us with point three, liquidations. And finally, point three, a bit more technical, less conceptual theories to discuss here, unfortunately, but liquidations. A lot of this unexpected reversal can also be attributed to short selling investors. In fact, data provided from Coinglass suggests that at one point on Wednesday, traders who bet on price shifts liquidated some $65 million of Bitcoin over the previous 24 hours, from which about $60 million were in short positions. So really, we experienced a kind of short squeeze, a market phenomenon in which an unexpected rise in the price of a heavily shorted stock or crypto prompts large numbers of short sellers to exit positions by buying the stock, thus driving up the price further. So a bad day for the bulls. We had a trigger of rapidly rising prices because we had such a significant amount of short sellers who were bearish on the cryptocurrency markets, meaning lots of investors were betting on its price falling. The short squeeze begins when the price jumps higher unexpectedly and gains momentum as a significant measure of the short sellers decide to cut losses and exit their positions. Quite. And there's always something quite strange about the fact that as soon as we get really bad headlines, all the Binance FUD we've been hearing about, all the news on the SEC coming after Paxos, Kraken, more regulation, etc., probably caused a lot of people to take bearish positions. And then what do you know, suddenly we get a explosive amount of upward price action. The timing just seems strange. So we've covered our three points, the correlation between crypto markets and the NASDAQ and the negative correlation between the dollar index, the Federal Reserve's disinflation sentiment and process, and of course, mass liquidations. That leaves the golden question. The million dollar question, by when? When moon? Look, this is an entirely subjective question. You've hopefully got helpful information from this call and a lot will depend on your personal risk tolerance. Remember, we have this pendulum-like relationship between risk and reward. You can take a higher risk position if you are after more reward, but with this reward comes a price. You might experience bigger downside. What is your threshold for downside? Do you have emergency funds in place? So much comes into the picture when trying to answer the question of when is a good time for an individual to buy. So I will talk about my own personal preference doesn't mean it should be yours, but here is my thoughts. For me, I see this as a possible turning point in the cryptocurrency markets. I think the cryptocurrency markets' fate is going to be very tied with traditional finance, and traditional finance seems to be at this sort of turning point. But I definitely don't think we're out of the woods yet. 
We've seen a lot of bearish price action for a long time. We've had some pretty damn bad headlines come through. I understand the reasons behind the pump. So do you at this point, if you've made it this far, well done. But personally, I would like to wait and see a firmer bullish foundation before assuming that the more bearish price action and sentiment is well and truly behind us. And there you have it. Three reasons why Bitcoin is pumping, served you on a nice silver platter, and my opinion at least on whether it's time to buy. I do this kind of call every single day. These are just my insights as an ex-banker turned crypto analyst. Thank you for listening. Catch you soon. Bye. Short squeeze. Short squeeze. All the Binance FUD we've been hit. Where's my graph? Yes, that'll do nicely. And that's a wrap, folks. See yous.